This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast, and this is a Sunday Sermons edition, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Shay this morning, and we just listened to a sermon from Pastor Darius Daniels of the Change Church, Mm -hmm. and we always come and tune in on Sundays in which we get a unpacking of a sermon in which we come on here and unpack it in a podcast. Yeah. And today, we have a great one on tap, and um, the reason I'm so taken back today is because of the clarity in which I experienced through this sermon. And I want to say thank you again to Pastor Darius and the Change Church for just being, like I say, the pillars in which yeah. we can find these messages and be able to have these unpackings. I'm mm-hmm. so proud and thankful mm-hmm. that they have this platform and they use it in the way that they do. So this message, uh, this message this morning was titled, The Devil is a Liar devil is a liar. And it came from Matthew chapter 4 verse seven, uh, verse 2. And y'all gotta excuse me, man. I am so taken back. Me and Shana just did a great unpacking, man. We just had a revelation. And I just feel so good. A mm-hmm. revelation it was, girl. Mm-hmm. What a word. What a word. <laughs> so, now, to present to y'all, we want to start by this unpacking and this first note that I took down for Pastor Darius and where he started the message this morning from is deception. Mm-hmm. He said deception is a tool used by the enemy showing up as something cloaked as good with ill intent. We're just going to start from there, y'all. Let's do it. Um, Pastor talked along the lines of what I took is if there is no enemy within, the enemy without has no power. And I want to tie that to my uncle, Tommy Bradford. Uncle Mm -hmm. Tommy gave me that. I probably didn't say it in the fashion and the way he said it, but that was the understanding that he gave me. If there is no enemy within, no enemy from without can do you any harm. Mm -hmm. Um, Uncle Tommy, I'll get the right understanding and the right uh, (laughs) verbiage for it, but right now that's all I have. So listen, y'all, my whole life, I was my worst enemy and I'm... I'm okay with saying that, and the only reason I'm okay with saying it because I got clarity of why and how I was manipulated into being my own worst enemy. Yeah. And how I got to being a finger pointer and looking at the world as doing things that, in all actuality, I was doing to myself. Mm-hmm. And me and Shana just unpacked it, and um, Pastor Darius said this morning again, God knows how much information to give to you to get you to commit. And I was like, man, what does that mean? And y'all know I like sports references and I just happen to be a professional athlete. So I use that journey a lot because it was my real life. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about it in the now. Uh, my career ended because of an injury. And I'm thinking, if God would have let me know I was going to sustain this many injuries, would I have been a, as good of a football player? Would I have attacked the game and uh, took the game into full fruition on how I saw it and, and the player I 
develop myself into to be great? Would I have took all those steps knowing what was to come? Mm. I don't think I would have. And Pastor Darius also said this, in which I articulated, God knows that if given too much understanding without confidence of self being solidified, will allow insecurity to prompt false projections over situations and self. And I used to do that. And I was like, I could just remember the instances, man. If I'm competing and I know I'm better than another guy, say he's not ranked or is this and this is going back to like high school, J. Rose. Mm -hmm. I'm a 4.5 star. So if you're not even ranked, I had this ego that you had no chance. Ooh. Even if you were good or bad, I was going to take the energy that you had no chance. Two, let me get up against, when I go to the camps, when I go up against other guys that are ranked and got status just like me, I can't use that ego because he's he's looked at and viewed just like I'm looked at and viewed. So that ego that I pulled on before is no longer valid. So now how do I show up? I show up as whatever I got now. And sometimes we overly emphasize on those things without understanding like, okay, you know, if you get too scared in this situation, you can falsely jeopardize your talents. Yeah. So meaning how I look at him now is how I'm going to react. So if he tall, big, oh man, he, he got me on the size thing. I don't know if I get in a jump ball situation, I don't think I got it. Guess what I'm going to get? A jump ball situation. <laughs> you know why I'm getting a jump ball situation? Because I showed fear. I put fear out mm -hmm. into the atmosphere. Regardless of what I'm capable of now, I've limited myself. But guess what I'm going to say? He was just better. No, you allow him to be better by your understanding of the situation. And Pastor was talking about giants and, and like the David and Goliath. thing. How did David know he was going to defeat Goliath? He had confidence. There was no fear. Unlike everybody else that failed to Goliath, why did they fall? Because they feared Goliath. If you don't go in it with fear, if there is no enemy within, the enemy without has no power. So fear is the enemy. Because what, what does it make you do? It makes you hesitate. It makes you limit what you know you're capable of, but now you've limited it because you're not secure in what you're already gifted to be able to do. So... <laughs> I'm going to let Shana take over, but babe, what do you think about this message that Pastor put on us about deception this morning? I think you hit on so many great, great things, and it's about us addressing our insecurities. 100%. You know what I'm saying? It's about us being real about the areas where we need to be reminded about what God says about who we are mm -hmm. in those areas and in general and in general or despite those areas. Right. It's about us leaning on God, right? If I'm walking into a situation already insecure, you better believe I'm praying beforehand and asking God to take over because I know I don't have enough. Mm. But what I'm not going to do is walk in saying, letting the enemy plant a seed to say it's not going to go right because I don't feel like enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the part that is so powerful that it's like Uncle Tommy said, if there isn't with anything within us that's already making us feel insecure, for the enemy to give a seed to allow it to grow bigger, then we won't be, we'll look at adversity very differently. Mm -hmm. So I think it's about being honest about, you know what, God, I just struggle when it comes to money and I, I struggle when it comes to finances, but I also know that you have abundance in store for me. Mm. So please give me better discernment or let me lean to you or read about what your word says about steward stewardship yeah. and how to use my money and not let the devil tell me you always going to be broke. And I like that because pastor talked about the lies used to limit you. And that's all we do. Like whatever our insecurity is, we know it's an insecurity for self, but then once it's manipulated or once we project it out to the world, we double down on ourselves in the same way that we 
when we got in a when we're in a good state, we thrive, but we don't pull on it in the same way. Like something 100%. bad, you can you can change it into something good, but for some reason, mm -hmm. if it if it's a tie or attached to an insecurity, we'd be like, oh no, I, I ain't got the power to get myself out of heartbreak. <laughs> But you can get yourself out of debt, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. I can't get myself out of debt, but I know how to. I know how to survive uh, heartbreak and, and people and disconnecting from things. Like, bro, all bads and and things of that capacity, you are still equipped. And and Pastor said it so graciously today. Like I said, lies used to limit you. Tools of the enemy have discernment. Like, man, why can't you apply your resilience and getting out of financial debt to getting yourself out of this heartbreaking, intimate relationship situation. What's the difference? One one holds a little bit more power because you felt like, oh, that was a me thing. They're going to go and flourish with somebody else. It was just me. I was the sole reason. Whatever's wrong with me is the reason that unfolded. No, not really. Maybe it just was a bad relationship in the partnering. Y'all two together. Maybe not just solely you, but we're such emotional creatures. We get intoxicated with doubling down on ourselves. Oh no, it was just me. He gonna go in floors or she gonna go in floors and be way better. You gave them more energy to go off and be better. And guess what you gonna tell yourself? I ain't gonna have nothing, but they gonna go be better. You already boosted the person that you mad at. Come on, and that's exactly it. Like, if we know God can work miracles in certain areas in our lives, why do we think that there's an exception for the other? Mm. We do that to ourselves. Yeah. It's the way that we think and it's our filter and our views, our perspectives that are making our God seem small. But if he was able to get me through heartbreak, you better believe he'll get me out of debt. Mm, mm, like mm. there is no limit to my God. Right. But I really have to believe that and my actions have to showcase that I believe that. And it can't just be that I believe that in one instance and I'm saying it, but I'm not acting on it as well. And you, I want to elaborate because all of us have gifts and all of us have things we can do. And Pastor said today, your gift can do more than what than what it's doing. Yeah. But what comes with that? Self-belief, right? You have to believe that. Yeah. But I also wrote something down today as he was talking. We sometimes believe we're okay when we really are not because we only understand we are affected by hurt when we can feel pain. Oh. But all pains aren't felt. And the, where I'm going to pivot on this is the athlete me. Mm-hmm. When I got beat in football, just like the vertical reference. Oh, bro, tall, he... He got the jump ball advantage on me. Now, if I take that wholeheartedly, I'm going to limit myself on the jump ball. Instead, I started to articulate, and it took time. It took me going through process to get this understanding. I'm not going to allow him, regardless of what he's capable of, I'm about to make sure my capabilities outweigh his. Cool. I gave myself a chance, y'all, where we feel so much pain. Me and you unpacked it before coming on here, Shana. Some stuff has given us so much pain for so long that we've just accepted that. Yeah. Hey, in that area, I'm I'm ruined, but I'll go on and be better and so forth and so on, not mm -hmm. understanding that if we don't address that, that intoxicates everything else. Every single part of our and life. And now you wonder why you battling with your faithfulness and your spirituality because that thing that you said, oh, I can live without, you need. But you but you uh, you okay with just the the complimentary wins that you get, the supplementary wins you get. Because you said, oh, I can't get the big one. I'll take all these little ones. But guess what? God is trying to navigate us to the big one. But if you don't want the big one, you sit in this limbo of mm -hmm. what we articulate. Man, I'm having a rough life. No, you just don't want to expand. You don't want to grow. You don't want to elevate. Because the pastor said it today. We get so complacent with where we at, not understanding life ain't meant to be settled on. Yeah. It's always to be grown on. 
um, being us being of service. We'd be like, why is our mission, why is our lives so hard? Because when you're of service, it's other people that need you to do what you do for them, mm -hmm. which they can't do for themselves. So if you choose to not do, you've shortened other people that needed that. And uh -huh. that's where God starts to deem us, um, deem our gifts not being utilized, our purpose not being utilized. And he starts sending us hardships to hopefully knock us on track. But we're looking at it as, God, why are you making this so hard? Because he's like, you settling and I need you to go do more because there's somebody waiting on you so they can take their extra step. But guess what? A selfish humans, why I got to do for them for them to be able to do for themselves? Come on. But when it comes to our time and we need our hand out, guess what? It makes sense now. But uh, Jonathan, go on and, and help little bro out. Go give him a little training and get him on his feet. Let him go D1. What do I get from that? I don't get nothing from it. But if I say I'm tired one week and he needed that and now he doesn't go get fulfilled because he uh, uh, allowed me to play a role that maybe I didn't feel like playing one day and I shortened somebody that it wasn't my, it wasn't in my realm too short. It wasn't in my purpose too short because God was like, it don't take nothing from you. I need you to do this. But if you so selfish that you be like, well, Lord, today I don't want to. We we relinquish gifts, and I, I know I just took a, a wild pivot, y'all, but it's like pain. It all stems from pain. Whatever I'm going through, I dropped my obligations in which somebody else needed that. 100%. But I don't care. Until it's time for somebody to show me a little grace, for me to get a little leniency. But then I'm wondering, like, why I don't get none? Because you don't show none. And now we got to understand the karma in which we produced mm -hmm. and which why our lives are unfolding in the way they unfold. Oof, and you hit on so many powerful points. And it's what Pastor said, like, the enemy's going to use our pain to produce a philosophy. He's going to allow something that hurt us a long time ago that as we go through life, we forget is mm -hmm. even there. Mm -hmm. It's the pain, like you said, that doesn't feel like pain. But it must be if you're looking at people sideways... It must be if you don't want to be used as service. It must be if you only feel like it's worth it if you get something out of it. Like, what did Jesus get out of saving us? You know what I'm saying? So we oh, have to be... Oh, 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 run that back. What did who get out of what? What did Jesus get out of saving us? And even what he said to God, like, we don't know, we don't know what we were doing. To Lord. forgive us because we didn't know any better. And I think that's what we need to be striving to be able to do. We got to take a step back. And we do this unpacking together very often. Oh, 100%. We will be hurt. And in the moment, we are aware that we're too hurt to talk about it. Mm. But we will circle back and say, listen, <laughs> you know, that person did hurt you. But what are we taking from that? What are we carrying? How are we showing up because of how they hurt us? Are we showing up bitter, weird, gossiping? You know, not. And that's not what God ever wanted us to ever show up as. Are we letting our hurt get in the way of God using us? Mm. Like we're really honest with each other about that. You know, like we can have boundaries, we can draw lines, but we never are going to allow each of us, you know, get in the way of what God's supposed to do. Us showing up the way we're supposed to because of our hurt. And what Pastor articulated that whole unpacking you just did as today, he said overcompetency can cultivate complacency. Once you begin to believe that you know enough to drop off of faithfulness, and I tag choosing self-fortitude over faith. I'm trying to figure out, man, God, I'm trying to cultivate gracious moments. Well, stop turning down moments of when you don't feel good and denying others of what I told you and what I put in you and instilled in you and deemed you to be of service Come in on. moments. We choose and, and downplay moments and don't understand that we just unleash a season of hardships. Whew. 
Don't let that moment in which you misunderstood, mismanaged, turn into a season that you now have to walk out because you you asked God for a purpose that you denied and you misused. And you say, oh, no, I don't have the answer today. I'll get with little brother tomorrow. Tomorrow ain't going to suffice. Ooh, tomorrow ain't promised. And, and I had to see that. It was some days where I I could just be real. I ain't going to class today. I'll go tomorrow. Maybe you miss something that won't be taught tomorrow that's going to hinder me in the season and uh, uh, under, un, unpacking. Maybe the final exam got something on that day that I didn't get at all because I chose. It ain't going to hinder me. One day ain't going to mess up nothing, right? It's something that you needed to do. Yeah. That was part of the unveiling process of yes. what you wanted to accomplish. Now that you missed that, now you get whatever comes with that. A thousand percent. And I don't mean to cut you off, no, you but good. what you're talking about that's so important, it's the faith process of not knowing what the outcome is, mm. but trusting God's outcome. Come on now. It's the faith process of me being at service with no idea what I'm going to get on the other side of it, but having faith that God's going to heal something in me that I didn't even know needed healing because I showed up. You know what I'm saying? Those are the parts that, those are the moments that God is really involved in. Those are the beauty of like serving the God that we serve that we don't even get to experience being caught up in our feelings and our flesh and how we feel right. and what we deserve and what we feel like that other person doesn't deserve. We have to, that's why it says not to lean on our own understanding. Yes. Because we really don't know what's best. We have to have full faith that God knows what's best through the adversity, through the service, through the, I don't know what's on the other side of this God, but I trust you and I'm letting you use me. And what Pastor Darius has taught me is that you don't know what you unlock within and for self by serving others. And you don't know what you restrict and hinder yourself from by not being of service in an appropriate time, man. That's so real. My relationship with you right now, babe, it was some times that I just had to say sorry. Then, mm -hmm. tomorrow, sorry don't hit the same. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I've, I've seen both sides of it. Mm -hmm. So what is that now... Giving me clarity, mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. So now, when that situation shows its head again, if I if I make the wrong mistake again, now it becomes choosing the wrong path because I know better. Okay. Last time, I took too long to reconcile this situation, which made it unfold the way it unfolded. Maybe this time, something similar, maybe even lighter. Let me address it properly and see what that does for me. A lot of us don't do that. Mm -hmm. A lot of us still know. Back in the day. They said this and I still hold that true, but that person isn't who they are back in the day. Come but on. you treat them like they steal them. Whew. And it's not going to unfold. But guess who loses? Not that person that you projecting on, solely you. Mm -hmm. You get more confused. You get more unhappy. That person is flourishing and they still praying for you and they feel they ain't got, they ain't got no ill will to you. But you are looking at your life as, man, everybody's attacking me. No, you need to get you off your back and stop telling yourself, Everything you do is right and how I see it is right because somebody out there might have the key to unlock and open up that traumatized mentality and break that cycle in which you keep telling yourself is true. Oh. But you won't ever give nobody a chance because you was like, no, look at what happened to me once I gave all these other people chances. They ain't them. Come on. And God is trying to tell you, stop projecting on people I'm trying to send to you. I, I told y'all on the podcast before, God was trying to save me, but I was so hurt by people. 
I said, ain't nobody getting back in here. And God was like, well, the only way you're going to get out is somebody coming in. <laughs> that ain't no doorknob on the inside of the room I'm in. It's a doorknob on the outside. Somebody's knocking. And I'm saying, don't come in here, please. But I'm trying to get out. God, you, we confusing God. Because God was like, what do you want from me? Come do you on. want help? Or do you want to mope? And, do you, and if you want to mope, then tell me how you're going to get yourself out. Because it's never going to add up. And that's what I was, I was learning. Every time God said, okay, show me, J-Rose, I couldn't because the powers that he gave me and the gifts that he gave me weren't utilized in the way I was trying to utilize them. God was mm -hmm. like, you're going to have to bite that bullet, son. You're going to have to be uncomfortable right now. Oh. I don't like being uncomfortable, Lord. Well, what do you want? You want to show way <laughs> or you want it the right way? Ooh. Now I'm going to go my way. And now you just keep on and keep on and keep on. And then the one day you let your whole your wholehearted faith actually show its, its real true intentions and you clear up all this cloudy mess that's when we have the um what they call it what it's like a moment it's a a breakthrough it's uh, a breakthrough nah, revelation a, a revelation we used it earlier now you get a revelation yeah. now you can dive into god because you can finally see what you weren't seeing before but guess what just because we didn't see it before doesn't mean it was never there oh I, I articulate six years. Oh, I suffered. You didn't suffer. Well, you did suffer, but you didn't suffer because God wasn't trying to give you something. You suffered because you were reluctant to do the one thing that would change everything. And I think what we're talking about too is God asking us whether we trust him. Mm. These moments are for him to challenge us and say, do you trust me? Do you want it your way or mine? And we got to always choose his. And we'll take pivots and detours and all this stuff, but it'll lead us into trusting him. And so long as we do that, the outcome is always going to be good. Mm. And what I said to a friend earlier this week when she was experiencing something, and I said, we don't want to get in the way of God creating a moment. God may be trying to use you to do something. And what you don't want to do is be resistant to that. Right. You got to let him use you because it shows you that you trust him. And that's everything. That's the beginning of our relationship. Hmm. I did it wholeheartedly, happily, joyfully, and was there for you. I had no idea it was going to be really some of the groundwork hmm. for my relationship with your father, with your family. I had no idea that it was going to be the thing that people referred to of, we knew God was good if he sent you. And I, and I didn't know it was going to mean that much, but I did it anyway. And God has shown me since that I have been reaping what I sowed because I trusted him. Your gift can do more than what it's doing. I look at that different, and I, I want to tie it to something you just said, and then we're going to throttle down and get up out of here. You don't have grandparents. <laughs> Me getting this divine relationship with you gave you grandparents. I had no intention on any of that unfolding. You good, baby. You good. It, it gets emotional. We all right, y'all. But... I didn't have no intent on you getting grandparents through us being together. I just didn't. Mm -hmm. So me walking it out the right way did something for me, for you to grow. So it goes back to what I'm telling y'all, y'all. If I don't walk it out, if I let my pain and all I done been through in relationships deny something that Shayna lost in life, life just took that opportunity from me. In which I gave her back through a divine, intimate relationship in which I had no intent, y'all. I didn't know Shayna getting to embrace my grandma was going to be 
the thing that Shayna holds to her heart? Because guess what? It has nothing to do with me. But it does so much for me to know that my girl has a grandma that she could call. And I never knew you really wanted something like that. But it ain't for me to know. And that's why I say when we serve our purpose, you're doing right by God. When you say that you know something, God is telling you, ain't no way you know. You know why? Because I didn't put it on your heart to know. But I put it on your heart to do. In which I go back. God knows how much information to give to get you to commit. I love unpacking. <laughs> I love unpacking the word, y'all. And um, I don't know. It's just really emotional here right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, I want to throttle down with this right here. Pastor Darius said this in a sense. You get what you want when you stop trying to get what you want. And me and Shana came up with that one ourselves based on Pastor Darius' message this morning. And everything we just unpacked is that we had to stop trying to get what we want to actually get what we want. Basically, take the you out of it. Stop fighting yourself. Take it to God and walk that path in which you know is going to be better than what you believe. You know it. Stop being so human sometimes. I know it sounds <laughs> it sound funny. But stop being you so tough sometimes, man, because sometimes you are the reason your life is hard. I got family and friends that I, I done talked out of situations, but they still don't see how they made them situations so hard. They like, man, I can't believe it. I should have never connected to her. No, you should have never did what you did to her to make her act like that towards you. You should have never did what you did in that instance to get the outcome and the, and the reaction. Don't be mad that the reaction happened, but you don't take any accountability for what you did to promote the reaction. Don't be mad when you can't work through something, but then you be like, God, help me. But no, nah, I'm going to do this, God. So you're not going to get it. And it's not God's fault. God has not forsaken us. We forsake ourselves by not being what we say we are wholeheartedly to God. And I thank you, Pastor Darius. And I thank you, Change Church, for clarity. I thank God for divine partnership, divine pairing. And I thank God for keeping me from what I thought I wanted that was going to hinder me from having everything I needed. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless. God bless.